Ryan. And I'm Casey, and this is I Could You Not. Oh, God, I am exhausted. If you can't hear it in my voice, I am a little bit under the weather. Um, nothing like, you know, nothing that's going to keep me bedridden, no flu or COVID or anything like that. So I'm looking forward to this week of rest, honestly. What about yeah. you? How's things? Things are good. Uh, my... My family is not here. They're in Florida. So it's just me, my mom, and my dad. Christmas has always been more low-key in my family because Christmas Eve was always, like, the bigger deal. I mean, I guess when we were younger, Christmas was probably a bigger deal when you're, like, racing up to open your presents. And were you one of those kids who got up at, like, 6 a.m.? I was definitely one of those kids with my birthday, Christmas, any time really? there was a gift. I would race down, and I, I was... I was one of those. I was so excited. I would tear everything apart. I, yeah, a hundred percent. Were you I'm not? Did you wait for your no. siblings? Did you like, I like woke I... everyone up in the house and I was like, let's go. It's Christmas. <laughs> I wasn't the waker upper. No, I, um, I think my younger brother was my older brothers. If they woke up before us, they would have happily, you know, tore into presents without waking us up. But my mom probably would make them. Um, but oh, I waited, I waited. I waited for the family, but, like, You're I made sure everyone was up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's, like, how Eric was. If he got up first, he was waking the whole house up, like, it's time. Um, I don't think I was ever the one who was up first. I'm still, like, I think that's something I will struggle with as a parent is getting up at the crack of dawn on Christmas. This girl I met probably now, like, four years ago, she's been doing it forever with her father, where they would go to the city on Christmas morning. And, um, yeah, to the Bowery, but they would feed the homeless. Very nice. It's really nice. It started, like, where they would just do it on their own, and then they started a foundation, and they actually, like, raise money and do all that, so. That's so great. That's so nice. It's amazing. And it's just called Christmas at the Bowery. That's really nice. I honestly, I love when people say that they volunteer and they help out and they do right. charity because I, I am someone that I'll give money. Um, but I, I never yes. get like into the physical part of it. And I don't know. I feel like maybe I should dabble and figure something out like that. When you start doing these things, you realize like there are so many other ways you can give back. You don't know what you can do exactly. And I'm not trained professionally in any way to really help, but like, oh, I can lend my skill to this and, like, give the people who are trained professionally time to really do their work, you know? When um, I worked at, when I worked at Ralph Lauren, they have, like, a big philanthropy um, uh-huh. that they're involved in, breast cancer and the AIDS walk. So I've done the walk. Oh, awesome. And, yeah, and that was, that was, I always, I like being part of companies that give back. Um, right. And so I, I did it in that regard. I mean, and I've gone to your event that you, you've had in the past. Yeah. Right, I um, used to do the holiday fundraiser every year. We went hard, yeah. You did that for a while. Yeah, it was like a good like seven years in a row that we did that, and that started yeah. with my brothers. They just started it. They wanted to have like a holiday party one year, you know, an excuse to drink. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> after a couple of years, we're like, oh well, maybe we should like do this for like a cause and not yeah. just make it about drinking. Um, that was fun. My teacher oh, at cool. NASA found, you know, this organization and they needed help with the, it was kind of run down. And so we went in, we got all of this furniture, um, donated, volunteered, did all of the wallpapering, construction, floors being restained and done. We've got, we've got all this. this, 
machinery um, rented to us like for free. And um, it was our class and we, I was part of the interior design society. So it was like, uh, I was the VP at the time and we organized it together and it was so much fun. And I learned a lot of handy stuff and to create the women, the girls there were just so happy to feel like they could walk into a space they feel proud of and that they're raising their kids and right. Should we, I know, should we embrace this, our, our holiday hangover? All right. So the, the week between Christmas and New Year's is like a black hole. So uh, this week. So this week we're going to come in for a quick reprieve to survive the holiday hangover. And I fully look hungover right now, everyone. Hangover, it's not necessarily the drinking. It's the whole festivity and the long night with everybody. The exhaustion. Yeah. 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 That too. I feel like, (laughs) I don't know, if this happens, I don't know, does this ever happen to you? Like, sometimes if I start drinking when I'm hungover, I get drunk, like, immediately. But other times if I start drinking when I'm hungover... I don't get drunk at all. Like, I just can't get drunk. It doesn't matter how much I drink. And that has happened to me, like, on several Christmases, I want to say, where, like, I'm like, I just can't. It's not even worth it to drink because I'm not getting drunk. I'm still just hungover. In my 20s, I would say yes, because yeah. I think people always said, oh, drink a beer. There was, like, a concoction. You're supposed right. to drink for a hangover. And then it just gets you rallying back into the day. But then there right. are times where no matter how much you drink, you're it's not affecting you. You're just getting the calories. So you're just like And I'm just getting the calories, right. And then you feel People kind of drained say, like, out. A Bloody Mary. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I hate no. a bloody Oof. Mary. Like nothing sounds worse to me than tomato juice and vodka. Like And a celery stick. Why? It just smells like like you're ready right. to vomit. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> invite me if all you're serving is bloody berries. Okay. <laughs> Bring me a mimosa with the slightest, tiniest bit of OJ. Yeah. Or don't have me at all. <laughs> so the fact that I'm I'm not going to really get to veg and have time off, let's give our ourselves our FOMO list of our top three places we'd go right now if we had money and no Ooh. work and no time. If we could vacation. If, like, if we can vacation were... anywhere in three locations all right so where would i go right now i would go to like a tuscan villa um yeah for like a few weeks and like like do some little jaunts through italy from there but always have my home base at my tuscan villa i'm with you Um, that's one my second one would be like two weeks in like Turks and Caicos, just like on the beach. God, you wrote two of the things that I wrote down. You already said. <laughs> so we can go together in our dreams. <laughs> well, what else? Um, my third one, if I could go anywhere in the world right now, um, ooh, I would maybe go to like Australia. <laughs> I wrote Australia. Now? I wrote Australia, and New Zealand. That's so funny. We have the same thing. So I wrote like a a few things, but... um, All right, what else do you got? So I'll give you the... Because those three are 100% on my list, but I'll give you Uh a different view. So Spain, Barcelona, Madrid, like, want to do that. African Safari. Um, Okay. So I've heard amazing things about an African Safari. You know me. I'm a pussy. Like... I don't know that I can handle it. I don't know that I can handle, like, 
being that close to a wild jungle cat. I mean, I think I would freak out, but I also right? think I'm ballsy and I like adventure. So I think I would really thrive in it in one hand. <laughs> no, you don't. Every time I talk about adventure, you're like, mm, I'd rather stay and just like hang so out and have a drink. Too adventure no, for me, I would love the adventure side of it. I, you know, I love animals. I would love to see these creatures in their own habitat. I think it would be so, because you know it's safe enough because people are doing it. So people I feel like I have, it, but I think I've heard, right, of any like attacks. wild attacks. Right. Not that I, I have it. No. Watch now. But, um, now it'll start showing up on our Instagrams. They're listening. Oh, please we'll don't. I really it. want to do this. Algorithm, okay. don't ruin this for me. <laughs> okay, but okay. the only thing that I that is my fear is, A, I'm a picky eater, so I'd probably, I'd probably yes. like, die. Or I'd have to have, like, yes. a suitcase. You, I'd have to have a suitcase full of food. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I, there's no fast food, I don't think, so I'd be real fucked. I don't think so. I feel like all these places now have fast food, so, like, saves me. Like, Egypt right. has fast Wait. food. Like, like, you'd find something to Italy is pizza, you'd find right. stuff to eat. Well, yeah. Italy is easier, but like, yeah, I mean, Africa, Japan yeah, I would be a struggle. So, um, I would have to bring my own suitcase of food, but and then also the insects, you know, like living that's amongst... also what I couldn't do. So, that those you are the two things are like nets over your bed. Yeah, I know that's that's the <laughs> nay on my side, and You're then I would like. Okay. Tahiti or Costa Rica Ooh, or Greece. Should we talk about like the most famous Christmas locations? Because it is Christmas. What are time. they? Well, Tell I me because pronounce I... this. <laughs> so Finland, um, northernmost region of Finland has become synonymous with Christmas and Santa Claus. The town is known for the official hometown of Santa Claus and the visitors to the charming Santa Claus village can be uh, on the street. So like, it's, it's really, when you look it up, it is just like very endearing. You're like thrown in this Christmas village. I gotta look it's it so up. Cool. Wait, that's all right. Go yeah. on. North Carolina. It's called. North Carolina? Yeah. Yeah. It's known as Christmas Town, USA, which of course makes the perfect holiday season destination. I'm looking at right now. How crazy. It's so adorable. Every winter, it's the small pretty. town transforms into a twinkling wonderland adorned with thousands of lights and Christmas decorations, drawing thousands of visitors every year. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I am texting Ashley right now and asking how far she is from McAdamville. <laughs> uh, would it be fun to go sit in like some cozy little cottage that like yeah or like the beach or i want to be in the beach and i want to be on the beach but the cottages are cute yeah but i'm like I do i want to if i'm gonna leave my home where that homey christmas feel is and the energy of then the I, day do i want to right. go to like the ultimate christmas village and really be festive in it or do i want to just be on a beach and i don't know I think I, don't know. I really I think it depends on your vibe each year, but right. that's good to know that there's these places out there that you can like. Oh, there's you know, so like, much know, more like, to Virgin yeah. Rivers, which I was fully convinced Virgin River was made up, but maybe it's real. So, what are you doing in the in between um, downtime versus drinking uh, nonstop? So, I have been working 
in education and in schools for, you know, 12, 13 years now. And so I've always had the week in between Christmas and New Year's off. Um, and I feel like it's like, we were talking about this last week in our episode, like, it's like December, like, 8th or 9th hits, and it's just like a nonstop drinking marathon. We're like, going out, there's something to do. This one's Christmas party, this one's birthday, the light show, this, whatever. You know, like, there's always something going on. Um, that, like, come New Year's Eve, I'm like, I don't even want to drink right now. Uh, but my plan for this year is to spend, like, with this week off, I'm going to spend two full days just, like, completely dark and not doing anything and just lounging on my fat ass and, like, not dark where, like, I watch TV. Yeah, that's my plan. Because it gets to a point over break where, like, you're like, oh, do I really have to do another thing? You know, like, and well, I hate that because it is stuff you want to do. But, like, when you're on your time off, vacation time, and then you have your whole week booked, you feel like you're still working. Like, you don't have that, right. like, downtime for yourself where you just really want to be left alone and right. do whatever you want in your own house. Yeah. And I also feel like when you have kids, like, it's tough to find. It's definitely not really a thing to be able to find a day where you can just lay in bed all day. So I am going to embrace that as an adult. I love that for you. Full day bed. Yeah, I. It's been my entire year, so (laughs) I'm excited for you. (laughs) There are a few things I'm more excited about than this time in bed. I won't lie to you, and like maybe eat some like shitty food and binge something amazing. Which, speaking of, Mm -hmm. I'm full binge on Party of Five. I am not as far as long far along as you are. I'm very behind on my show on my binging shows because. There's so much on on Bravo right now, so I'm trying to keep up with everything on Bravo. I know. Too many. And my regular shows. shows. Yeah. I'm hoping to spend some of the time over the break um, diving into Party of Five and, like, really... Wait, so tell me where you are in Party of Five. I'm, like, towards the end of the first season. So what's happening? So I... Charlie, who I call Jack because he was on Lost. And listeners, I need you to know that Casey has never seen Lost. And it honestly hurts my heart that you (laughs) would spend a month watching Belrose Place and have not given your time to Lost. Yeah, don't hate on Belrose Place. (laughs) I don't want to hate on it, but you don't understand what you're missing. So the fact the fact that Charlie and Jack are the same person is like still amazing to me. But anyway, do you know what's making me notice? Because this show came out Party Five in like '94, I think. And I looked it up. Dawson's Creek was 98 or 99. That was, like, I think a theme for 90s TV shows. The, like, hot older woman and the younger guy. Yeah, it was. Why was that such a thing in the 90s? It was, I I don't know, know, but, yeah, with Pacey and his teacher. Pacey and the teacher. Mm -hmm. And then I'm thinking, like, there was definitely something I But, like, Pacey and the teacher, that was, like, hot. That was, like, like that yes. I felt like that was steamy cool. and sexy but right. even though it's creepy but like this with Bailey and his dead mother's friend and she that was just creepy there right. was nothing was hot about that it was uncomfortable and then wait so Gossip Girl with Dan Humphrey and the teacher he yes. there was also that too yeah I obviously I'm not gonna go date students but I mean like in a realistic way what what is what would you think is too young right now to date? Um, honestly, I I've gone 
27 in wow but it's too young for me to be honest because they're in a different age of life yeah and i and my personally i'm not interested so i i in the 30s i feel like it's just relatable and then um, right like i was thinking about it in my like i don't have energy for that like 20s life like i am just in a very different place i have no interest but it's fine to have a fling if you want to go like young and you know whatever but 25 year old but not Ooh, too deep. 25 is still too young i don't know i feel like so young too young um there was a big news story i bet you my friend todd would like remember it right off the top of his head who it was not so long ago we were probably in our 20s about some woman who was like i think There's she went to plenty. jail but There's like this woman went them. to jail and they stayed together it well, was like somebody to get pregnant by the, these fucking kids it's wild no, I mean, That's it's a insane. thing out there. But, like, back then, that when you have 30 episodes and you're following literally their you're life right. on a daily, you know, you see a lot more of the everyday stuff. So they come, they right. really hit, like, a lot of sensitive topics. Whereas now it's, like, 8 to 10 episodes and it's, you don't really get as invested like in a, the everyday. Right. So it's the overall storyline. Yeah. It's more like a theme of the season. Like, okay, right. this season someone's going to have an alcohol problem and we're going to all watch the fall. Right. But like if you're watching the 30 episodes, they only had it, right? <laughs> you know, and then you see the I struggle from before and after. Wait till you get further down in part of your five. Oh, I can't wait. What are you up to? Season four. <laughs> episode yeah. 18. Season four, episode 18. God. Going to work is going to but, totally fuck up your binge game, Casey. Oh, I know. I'm excited because I feel like when you're going to stay home for a week and, like, not go on vacation, you got to have a good binge. And yeah. I am pumped. I feel like I have the perfect binge. And now I just have to figure out, like, my hangover foods, my munchies that I'm going to have because oh, I've been good. having a lot of fucking pizza. That must be like <laughs> a Christmas. I feel like that's like a Christmas party or, like, a holiday party. Yeah. go to because it's easy is that everyone's like oh we'll just order pizzas we'll just order pizzas the amount of pizza i've had in the month of De- december is outrageous like yeah no i'm stop. with you but it's just so I good love it. my actual hangover food is pizza or taco bell love it's taco my go-to bell. yep i like taco bell makes me it so just happy hits on a whole nother it level warms <laughs> my heart i so the Taco Bell in Long Beach has been closed for like a week what? now. There was a bad, yeah, there was like a bad accident, car accident, and somebody drove through. One of the cars <gasps> like went through the Taco Bell, so they been closed. Yeah. Oh my so, god, that's shameful. Right, and then like there's nothing worse than when you order something on like DoorDash or Uber Eats and it comes and it's fucking cold. So like especially See, Taco the thing Bell. Is- no, but see, the thing with Taco Bell, maybe it's just my order. It's one of the only fast food delivery places where if it does come cold, I'm okay. Because okay. I get the chicken quesadilla, so I put it in the toaster, and I actually think it's better. You can heat that up. Yeah. Right. But, like, if you get chicken fingers and french fries, like, it just doesn't hit the same. It doesn't come garbage. hot. No, the fries right. are garbage when you have to reheat them. Right. Um, I agree. I guess, like... If you're not doing like a hard taco or like a nachos bel grande, then it doesn't matter for Taco Bell, <laughs> everything there. But I'm a big fan of the nachos bel grande. And I feel like a total fan. That's what I order for just me. I used to. This is my, what I lived in the city. And I would, well, it was twofold why I would do this. But 
I would like order Chinese food every other like every once in a while on Sunday nights, or I'd order like pizza for myself, and my roommate wouldn't be home. And one reason I never wanted the delivery guy to know that I was home alone, and the other thing is like if I ordered a lot of food and didn't want them to think it was just for one person, so when I would get to the door, I would like yell, "Food's here." <laughs> I love that you're that person because there's two different types of people. I've seen this on Gilmore Girls with fucking Paris when she broke up with her boyfriend. She ordered like for nine people, but it's just her. She was oh, yeah. so embarrassed. <laughs> I love that you oh, actually oh, did that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to have a smorgasbord of options, but like, I love that you actually felt you had to put on an act to this delivery person. <laughs> to the delivery guy, right? Like, now I'm like rolling out there. I'm lucky if I have a bra and I'm like, leave it at the door. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the only time I think I've done it is if I feel uncomfortable if the guy's still standing there or something, or if like I, I feel like something's weird, which is very rare because I get food delivered every day. Um, right. But there's like an off chance I feel uncomfortable, like or if I'm not dressed up, like so do you appropriate? Yeah. I like hide behind the door. You know. I let's get into our. Say. Let's get into our favorite shows to binge: new binge or okay. going old, old and reliable. I am sticking with this, with my break this week. It's new for me, but it's, I guess, an old reliable, and I'm going with Party of Five. But I do, in the past, I will, um, I've, over this break, I've done Game of Thrones again from the beginning, because I feel like I know it so well, I could just, like, put it on. Um, and it does get better every time, I won't lie to you. Um... Or, it's such a complex show, and there's so much detail so that the amount of times that you watch, I feel like you, you don't always catch everything. The difference you is because you read the do. book, so I feel like you right. have a different layer. But for me, it's so complex. I have no interest in to rewatching, even though I hands down think it's one of the, my top favorite shows that I've seen. It's yeah. definitely in my top ten. But I can't sit there you and rewatch, re-watch. it. No, it's just too much. It's like no too way. much. So I, I love like, that you do that because it's so oh, complex. Yeah. I have certain episodes that I'll rewatch like regularly. Like <laughs> I will rewatch the Battle of Blackwater Bay, um, the Battle of the Bastards. Um, there's a few episodes that I'll rewatch like over and over again because I just thought they were such good episodes. And okay, I gotta watch this guy. I've been put on the Battle of the Bastards after this. Now that we're talking about it. I used to always have friends I'm like, that's what I would fall asleep to. And I overdid it so much that I literally know like every line and every scene that comes up. So I had to take a break. Gilmore Girls is and has been for a very long time. One of my, I was just going to say, how many times do you think you've seen Gilmore Girls from beginning to end? I don't know. Maybe like 30, 40, 50. I don't even know. Wow. Yeah, I've watched I think I've only watched it straight through twice. No, I have it on repeat on cycle. I have the DVD collection. Like I see the thing is that when Rory, when they first start the show and Rory's age, I remember when it first came out. Yeah, she was, I what, liked was she it. in high school. Yeah. When and I it? yeah. I remember that era. Like when you watch the show, it really takes you into a time capsule back to that time. And you like I love, yeah. I just love being in that world, and I just love the two of them. And her mother, Lorelai's mother, I just feel like is my mom in a lot of ways. And I just, I yeah. don't know, I just, it just resonates with me. And so, yeah, it's definitely something that's like seriously on on repeat. Sex in the City, I love that. Friday Night Lights, 
Um, you know, I've never yeah. rewatched Sex of the City. What? Never. Yeah, never I've done rewatched a it. See, you really need to because when you watch it, because I've rewatched it at different ages, and I think yeah. it's like the single girl like Bible to New York City. You feel like okay, I understand why I'm single because these like women are with you. Though. It hits, yeah. and you're. I'm actually older from when they. I'm older than them when they first started the show. Right like when they first started, they were younger. So she when was, you watch, least. when you watch it at different ages, you different things register to you. Right. Because you're in different areas of life. So I I love it. So good. Friday Night Lights is a good rewatch, too. That's a really good. That one I've done a few times also. I fucking love that show. And Gossip Girl and I Love Lucy. Lucy is, I Love Lucy. I've I've gone as many times as Gilmore Girls and Friends. Like, a lot. I could do a rewatch of Gossip Girl again. I haven't done that in a long time. Um, Speaking of Friday Night Lights, I need to know, I just asked this to Ashley and Felicia today. And now I want to hear from you. We're not married, obviously, but you know how, like, everyone has a hall pass? Yeah. So, or not everyone, but I was watching Salt Lake City. Um, it was a couple episodes ago, and they were talking about, like, their hall passes. All the women are married on Salt Lake City. And um, one of the women, like, knew right away, Lisa Barlow, was, like, immediately, like, Idris Elba. And the other women were, women were, like, so surprised by this. And I'm like, why are you surprised? I feel like you should know your hall pass off the top of your head. What if you run into it? <laughs> And Felicia, of course, was like, no, I don't talk about hall passes with Mike because there's no fucking hall pass and I don't need him thinking about hall passes. <laughs> that sounds very Felicia. <laughs> yeah. Very on brand. And I was like, all right, fine. So I talk about it with Mike, but talk about it with me because I'm like, I know exactly who my two would be. Like, my two is male celebrity. Oh, Zach Efron and Taylor Kitsch. I knew it. I knew it, Zach Efron. I just literally said it when you yeah. did. Yeah, Taylor Kitsch. I mean, he's a sexy man. Um, oh. So For me, like Dylan O'Brien, I who's Dylan have, O'Brien? Oh my God, he was in Teen Wolf. He played Styles, oh, and then that. he's been. He was in the Maze Runner. He was in. Um, he's in a ton of stuff, but I have a massive crush on him. And Dylan then O'Brien. I actually recently made a list on my phone, and I did hot celebrity types. And Ryan, I have twenty nine names. Twenty <laughs> nine. So I had, I think, I think Shia LaBeouf when he was young was hot. I think Josh uh, Dumel is like Josh stunning. Dumel with Ashley's. Ashley's oh, Josh he's, oh, he's just he hits. And he's aged um, well. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I love Joshua Jackson for the longest. I don't know if he aged that great. Okay. Like, but I he was a big I thing. Mean, yeah. If I could keep him as Casey, then sure. I right. Um, Patrick Swayze, I had a huge crush on. Like, wow, for, did you? Huge, huge. She, in I Roadhouse, he was dancing. so sexy. I mean, I loved, honestly, I loved, like, all of his movies. Ghost, yeah. all of it. But, like, I never, like, had a thing for him. I just, like, loved uh, his characters always. <laughs> I mean, then you have David Beckham. You have Kevin Costner. David Beckham, have, for sure. You have Kevin Ed Westwick. Yes, is go to. You have okay, Ed Westwick. Okay, he doesn't go for me. He's <gasps> too pretty for me. What? He's oh my God, Chuck Bass, Chase Crawford, yeah, Adam Brody, Miles Teller. I have a thing for Miles Teller. Like, Miles Teller for sure. He's yes, he so is sexy. Oh my God, yes, Paul Wesley. Paul Wesley, James Dor- Jamie Dorman. Um, 
Okay. Young Freddie Fish Jr. was like my thing back Young in the day. <laughs> he was like Paul Walker was a big thing. Um, Channing Tatum when he was younger, Tom Hardy, Charlie Hunnam. Come on, Charlie Hunnam. Oh, Charlie Hunnam for sure. Yeah, he was. Oh my god, I used to like follow like a fans page of Charlie Hunnam. That's how touched <laughs> I was. And then you have oh. like Ryan Felipe. I actually have a thing for Jason Bateman. So uh, there's. I know. A big I list. always think it's kind of weird that you have a Jason Bateman thing. I have, I have such a big crush on him. I don't like. I just love him. <laughs> I love All that right. you have this list and you didn't even know I was doing this. Okay. All right. Thinking about New Year's Eve, like it's approaching. Are you the type where you're like, I like? Would you go out to dinner or? go out or would you rather just fucking stay home? Uh, at this era of life, I'd rather stay yes. home, but Me I don't too. mind doing like a dinner. I, I mean, like I'm not right. going like, to go out out. But to be honest, like, no, I'd rather yeah. be home. But um, I'm all, yeah. I do love going out to dinner. It's one of my favorite activities. But, <laughs> um, and I feel like it, if you're going to get me out on New Year's Eve, that's how you would get me out. Just to be like, let's yeah. just like go to dinner and blah, blah. Then I'd be like, okay, in. But like now I'm like seriously considering just like hanging out with my niece and nephew. Yeah. Like, what mean, else am I going to do? I would prefer that than anything. Have you ever fallen asleep before midnight on New Year's? Yes, but I'm always yeah. alone on New Year's. Like I, I've been alone for New Year's Eve for years now. Like no I, way. I used to come. Because yeah, I used to come out to you, um, right? When we used to do things in our young in our twenties, but no, yeah. I mean my sister is normally in um, at the lake house, or she's away with her family. Oh, they go to the Berkshires. Okay. And I'm normally working, so I right. I'm always alone, and it's so depressing, honestly. But so when you watch the ball job, you're like, oh, I'm gonna kiss my cat. You know what I mean? So I like don't even I, I'll. I like won't even watch. I'll put it on for like two seconds at, at midnight. But other than that, I'm in my yeah. platform world. Like I'm not even, I don't even pay attention really anymore. I was bummed that I missed the year that Andy two years ago was really drunk on CNN. Annihilated. <laughs> yes. I was so bummed that I missed watching that live. And I was like, damn, am I going to have to start like watching Andy regularly now to like well, not miss his wild shit? I mean, well, thank so God I for heard... social media these days. Yeah, seriously. They, that Me too. I didn't see it either. So you're the kind of person during the holidays where, like, when the holiday comes up, you, like, text people that you might not have spoken to? Um, no, I'm not. I will, like, we have, like, so many group, I feel like I have so many, like, group chats where, like, if they're active, then I'll throw in the group chat, like, Merry Christmas or Happy Thanksgiving or that, but I don't, like, start a chat with someone who I haven't spoken to, no. I'm so and that I don't person. want you to put on me on yours. <laughs> I'm so that person. I like Are you? that. Yeah, because reality is, I don't do group texts other than with you. I really yeah, you're not a group texter. I can't I, stand it. it I know they're the devil, but they're just like so necessary sometimes. It's so much easier than doing individual you know, texts. Doing yeah. individual texts. It's a necessary so, evil to group chat. So for me, why I let the reason why I'm that person that will text people I have not spoken to is because. 
Um, no judgment. But I do, uh-huh. I do like it's like a friendly, hey, thinking of you, like just sending love your way. That's true. But we don't have to get into like detail of things unless the person, you know, like then starts and it's like a way to just reconnect briefly and then you could continue your life. So I will text people from work. I'll text people from like my old jobs. Really? I'll text people. I'll that... text my work group and say like, happy Thanksgiving. But even Good people like I don't whatever. work with anymore. The, these are people oh. that I just continued friendships outside that I might not talk to on a daily basis. So there are people that I care about, but aren't in my everyday life that I just will shoot something out. Just a, just you a know, reminder, they connect. I think it is nice. Like, now that you're saying that, I'm like, you know what? And especially because I'm always, like I said, around the holidays, I'm always thinking that, like, you never know what people are going through. And if someone has something going on, like, it's probably really nice to get that text. You yeah. know? Yeah. Like, oh, I, I have so. a I'm life. one of those. Now, <laughs> what I want to know, because we, I have a friend, I won't name her, and she'll probably be mad at me for saying this, but she <laughs> will, like, text exes. And, like, guys she used to hook up with on, like, the holiday, she'll still text them. Yeah, I'll tell you after. She'll still text them, like, on their birthdays for, like, years after. And I'm like, yo, that's weird. No, No, I don't do that. You're not together anymore. Don't do it. That's If I got a Merry Christmas text from my ex-boyfriend, I would probably tell him to go fuck himself. Like, yeah. And I don't think it's the holidays. It's only the birthday that I've gotten those texts from out of the woodworks it's been for birthdays not for holidays okay you'll still get like the happy birthday text from an ex yeah I don't think I've gotten a happy birthday text from like a former flame in a long time which is good yeah. oh I have a question sure do you play because I love to know this and I, because I like to you know take inventory for my holidays um <laughs> Do you play any games with your family on holidays? Like, give me an example of games. Like, you like just, do you cause... do, like, an LCR or... Um, What's an LCR? You don't play LCR? What is it's it? Left, I right, don't know. Uh, left, right, center. Is, this, is roll... this what the boys used to do back in the day? Like, is no, this No, that... I think they used to they used to play CUL. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I've never played this game, so that that's kind of oh. interesting. No. All right, we're going to have to play. That's a good one because you can play that with the kids, too, and they get super into it because it's really easy to follow along. Like, we started playing with the kids over the summer at the beach club, and Jackson is such a sore loser. He was, like, not – he literally <laughs> got up when he lo- – when my niece Charlotte won, he got up and went to another table and was, like, talking shit about all of us to his dinosaur. That's great. <laughs> How unfair it was that he lost. It was so funny. And I always am a big fan of a charades one, but I feel like we need a game because that's when you get, like, the funniest stories at a Christmas. Hunter loves games, and we and I find yeah. that's, like, the best time to get, like, everyone included. So we've right. done charades, or we've done, like, karaoke and stuff, but, like, nothing fun like that. Like, that I, I really to... want to do karaoke. You got to teach me it. Um, yes, I'll, I'll teach you LCR. That's a fun one. I love charades, too, especially when you're doing charades on, like, a team or, like, gestures. Because my family's all very competitive, so we're all, like, screaming at each other, and you pick your teams, we pick teams out of a hat, we get super competitive, it's really fun. Someone inevitably always cheats, and that's a big scandal. <laughs> my nephew's a cheater. He wants to always win. And I'm a, he has that competitiveness like me. I'm a sore loser also, yeah. so I, like, like to win. I like to win. 
I, I shoot I, for it. So. I'm a sore winner, but I'm not a sore loser. Like if I, I lose, can see I'm you like, being okay, a sore winner. I <laughs> but I definitely, if I win, I'm like, I won. I'm like dancing around the room. I like, like I want to flip cup, and this is funny, actually, now that I'm mentioning this, I won a game of Survivor Flip Cup like 10 years ago at an Irish day. It was girls versus guys, and I was the last one standing on the girls team, and I won. And I remember when I won, <laughs> one of our guy friends was like, great, we're never going to hear the end of this. And here I am 10 <laughs> years later, still talking about it. I mean, I, I agree. I'd like to win, and I will brag that I win, but... And I won't oh, yeah. be like evil when I lose now, yeah. but when I was younger, I used to be. I was a bad Would you? loser. Yeah, but Were now like, it's like it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't really care. Were you an asshole when you played soccer? If you lost, were you like, "Don't speak to me after yeah. the game"? Yeah, I was a fucking asshole. I, I, I was silent. So I was upset. I was just like, yeah. Um, do you have a go-to karaoke song? I used to remember. I think it was me, Renee, and Ashley. But I think you oh, were yeah. there at that time. Uh, no, you Renee Ashley used to hit the backstage karaoke a lot. Yep. Crazy yep. game of poker. That was our vibe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I have the worst voice ever. So if you ever hear me singing in public, I am annihilated, said be home. But <laughs> I will I will sing in my home, like or in my car. Don't even. Like I am oh, I go hard in my car. Answer. Like yeah. I'm working for this song. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I feel like the trick with karaoke is when you're not a good singer is you have to go hard for everybody who's up there. Like you yes. are cheering them on. Like you're the loudest one in the room. So when yep. you go up there and you are flopping, like does, everyone has to chant for her. Yes. Pro tip. So here we go. Mad Libs edition for um, the holidays. Okay. So I need, I, I need an adjective. Okay. Just a random adjective I have to start with? Like mm -hmm. No, like, no pre-sentence? Okay. Random at Running. Okay. Okay, plural noun. What is a fucking plural noun? I don't know. I'm glad I'm doing it to you, because I sucked as a kid. I don't know what any of these things mean. Um, yeah, cats. Okay. Something big. Christmas tree. Adjective. Wrapping. Since I hate wrapping, I'm going to throw it in there. Something soft. Blanket. Verb. Drive. Okay. Noun. Dog. Adverb. Oh, Lord. Adverb. What, what is? I'm going to pee myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, extremely. Something sharp. Something sharp, a knife. Oh, my. Color. A color blip. Noun. Another fucking noun. Um, woman. <laughs> woman. Adjective. Kissing. Adjective. Baking. Plural noun. Let's go with ducks. Okay. Adjective. Attractive. Exclamation. Oh, exclamation? Mm-hmm. Like a... Amazing. 
your Christmas present, make sure you have plenty of running paper and lots of little cats to stick on the package. If you're wrapping something wrapping, such as a Christmas tree, it's best to take blankets around any parts that might drive. <laughs> then take brown wrapping dogs and wrap it very, very extremely. Take care that there is not a knife poking out anywhere. Now, now take the expensive blue paper that you bought at the women's store and make a kissing package. Finally, put stickers on that and say, do not give until Christmas and put it under the tree with all of the other baking ducks. Then on Christmas morning, when you see all of your attractive relatives opening their packages and saying, I'm missing, you will feel positively adorable. That is it. That is Pulitzer winning shit right there. Okay. Oh, I'm so proud of us for that one. How to wrap a present is the message. That is the original Christmas story, everyone. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for keeping me company and making me laugh in this holiday hangover and this holiday haze. Um, And thank you, everyone, for listening. You yeah, we had can, a blast. Yeah, this was so much fun. Um, I can't wait to get back in bed. And um, you can follow us on Apple and Spotify. We're on TikTok and Instagram. I kid you not. And uh, oh, new episodes every Tuesday. We don't work for Bravo, but the new season of Vanderpump Rules premieres on January 30th, which is a Tuesday. And I feel like that's fate. That we yeah, have our see you next Tuesday, Tuesday then. And I have my gear ready to go. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, friends, we'll see you soon. Enjoy the holiday hangover. We'll see you next week. Bye.